when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Some editor was like, we need I, more information yeah, about the camera. I really kind of want to read more of this book sometime. Mm. But we can't. Uh, we and can't. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about the five brothers next door, but we can't because this week we have an appointment with Nicholas Sparks. We an appointment love with Destiny. to hate Nicholas Sparks, probably because he has 4,295 four and a half star reviews. Mm-hmm. On and this also book. $4,295 million. And Matthew and I, on our, on our book, we have 26 reviews. Mm-hmm. How, so, but how many millions of dollars? Zero. All right, then. That's why we love to hate him. So it's mm. pure jealousy. Um, but... He is a bad writer. No, he totally is. But he's so beloved. I know. He's so beloved. Well, I mean, I love McAdams and Gosling from The Notebook. Oh, I never saw that movie. Me neither. Oh, you just know it from I just popular know it from the culture. Cupcake song. Oh, I don't know that either. I don't know a lot. Wow, this, the, the turtles go all the way down here. They totally go down. <laughs> um. Redbank.com says Nicholas Sparks is a top-notch writer. He has created a truly spine-tingling thriller exploring love and obsession with a kind of suspense never before experienced in his novels. Uh, I have one question. What mm-hmm. the fuck is Redbank.com? I have no idea, which is why I read it. Okay, Booklist, which I am now familiar with. Mm-hmm. Power- oh, because of the starred review that you got oh, from I Booklist? Did. Thank you for following up on that. So proud. Uh, Booklist said a powerful tale of true love. Booklist sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like a powerful tale. A powerful tale. Okay, so um, unlike other Nicholas Sparks books, which are just true candy-coated, man saccharine, man-candy romance, this one is a little bit more, uh, has a kind of Me Too stalker vibe at the beginning. Okay, terrific. So uh, I'm not going to read <laughs> Our it. Our favorite thing, I'm as not, you know. Oh, you're I'm not going to read it? No! <laughs> Wait, are you going to read the book at all? I don't know. Um <laughs> Did you look inside the book before? I absolutely look inside the look looked inside looked inside it of the book is mm-hmm. and then <laughs> decided that I'm not reading all of this prologue because it's basically this someone on the campus of UNC and he is clearly a stalker who's mm-hmm. going to do something very bad to a woman which makes me not want to read it right now at this time period in life and he's following her and stalking her and he knows everything about her and he knows because of her Facebook page. Girls, don't put stuff on your Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Um, And he knows that she's going to brunch, and he's enrolled in this school to somehow do something terrible to her. Well, also, more to the point, men don't stalk people. Yes, more. It's so true. (laughs) Thank you so much. Gosh, I was totally blaming the victim there. Um, Anyway, we keep going and going and going. This is is virtue signaling hour on Look Inside This Book Club. What? (laughs) Virtue signaling is when you when you like uh, do things to make sure people know what a good person you oh, are. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm, the turtles really do go deep today. Okay, so now we're in chapter one. So we don't know who that guy is. The guy was the guy was never named. I don't know who the guy is because you didn't read it. I know, but it, no, like, I don't want you to. Okay, just some bad character, some some bad, a badman, a badman, a baddie. It was a Batman. No, chapter one, Colin. Colin sounds like a good person, don't you think? Yeah, for sure. Like, except that um, once I had an evil apartment manager named Colin. Except ooh. we never called him that. We only called him Nigel because we thought he looked like a person named Nigel. See, because you, so, you yeah, yourself you're absolutely right. couldn't. Yeah. Colin sounds just like, I'm going to come Colin. It sounds so, <laughs> no. so sweet and southern. Boo. And boo. <laughs> okay, but his last name is Hancock, which sounds like Handcock. Mm-hmm. And also it sounds like name. Colin Hanks. True. But... Do you think the author, by which I mean 
Sparks. You mean one of Nicholas Sparks's staff? Yeah. Do you think that they purposely did Hancock for the cock? Yeah, I think he Absolutely. did. I think he does it all for the cock. Yeah. Okay. Colin Hancock stood over the sink in the bathroom at the diner, his shirt raised to better examine the bruise on his ribs. Okay, I just read one sentence. What is the? I was here. What is the? Um, what is the uh, trope of this book? I, I I don't know. I didn't know there was going to be a quiz. Um, but you can tell by like you know, is it going to be you know? Um, okay, he's checking for the bruise. Is he like being bullied? Um, I don't know. Oh, I thought you would get that right away. Bad boy. Oh, he's a bad, bad boy. Bad boy with a good heart. Oh. But a bad boy is not named Colin. Well, see, that's the, that was the signal that he is actually a good guy. But oh, okay. he's covered oh, with fucking bruises because he's very violent. Mm. Mm. And apparently not a very good fighter. He guessed it would deepen to a dark purple by the time he woke tomorrow. Even grazing the bruise made him wince. And while he knew from experience the pain could be overridden for a while... Well, how Percocet? Like, yeah. like he wondered whether it would hurt to breathe in the morning. Overridden for a while. That sounds sounds like he's a computer system it does, or a robot. Absolutely. His face, though, like dismiss, dismiss. Dot dot dot. That Are might... you sure you want to delete this? <laughs> yes. That might be a that might end up being a problem, not for him, but for others. Certainly, his college classmates would stare at him with wide, frightened eyes and whisper about him behind his back. I wonder. So I went to like uh, one of these cloistered uh, uh, small liberal arts colleges in mm-hmm. California. I wonder if anyone in my college was a bad boy or a bad person. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure. Who got in fights on the weekend. I, I have a really hard time imagining really? it. Really? I went to I mean, a similar school and the frat boys sometimes had bruises on them. We and certainly the football players. I was going to say there were no frats, but actually I think there were a couple. But mm-hmm. uh, like it, it didn't really seem to attract that element. I'm not saying that there weren't bad people doing other bad things, just right. not like this particular kind of like, ah. I'm going to go out and get drunk and get in a fight. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was doing all kinds of bad things. <laughs> right. I'm sure mostly, you were. mostly like downloading pirated software. <laughs> and overriding people's <laughs> personalities. Uh, Certainly his college classmates would stare at him with wide, frightened eyes and whisper about him behind his back, though he doubted that any of them would actually ask him what had happened. During the first three weeks at the university, most of his climates, classmates had seemed nice enough, but it had been clear that none of them knew what to make of him, nor had any tried to speak to him. Not that it bothered him. For one thing, virtually all of them were six or seven years younger than he was. All were female. So did he... Wait, what? I know. I read that three times. I'm like... All were female. So he, he applied to like uh, Mills. And they're like, <laughs> no. ah, all right, whatever. Let's give it a shot. So Colin, what makes you want to come to, to, to Smith College? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, so Colin, uh, is Radcliffe always spoke to you? Yeah, no, they, they have a special, a special program. Like they, they uh, admit one bad boy per year. So I think what he meant, she meant, he, he meant to say is that the ones that weren't speaking to him were all female. Oh, okay. But that's quite a, a stretch there for, from that. Yeah, no, I heard it the same, the same way, way you did. Yeah. Uh, all of them were female, and he suspected that as far as recent life experiences went, they had little in common with him. That that was one of the reasons I picked the book, was that, because uh-huh. I was just imagining him all beat up and bloodied in, in his university of all women. Yeah. Like, no one spoke to him because they can't understand why he's there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No one spoke to him except the security guards. In time, like everyone else, they'd end up drawing their own conclusions about him. Frankly, it wasn't wor- worth worrying about. Still, he had to admit he was particularly ghoulish right now. His left eye was swollen and the white of his right eye was a bloody red. Wonder How, why no one's talking to him. What What does he mean people will draw conclusions about him in time? Like, I feel like in the next 
couple hours. <laughs> well, not the correct conclusions about it. Okay, him. fine. There was a gash in the center of his forehead that had been glued back together, and the the lead-colored bruise on his right cheek right right cheekbone resembled a birthmark. Okay. Yeah. His split, swollen lips completed the picture. What he really needed was to put an ice pack on his face as soon as possible if he wanted the girls in his classes to be able to concentrate at all. What? That, what? <laughs> but first things... He's a great writer. But first things first, right now he was starved and he needed fuel. Well, I mean, you, you do have to admit he really understands girls. He sure does. He hadn't eaten much in the last two days and he'd want something fast, convenient, and if possible, not entirely unhealthy. <laughs> this is so written for a woman. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't you think... I don't know. I don't feel like this is written for anybody. Unfortunately, at this time of night, most places were already closed. So he'd ended up at a rundown diner just off the highway with bars on the window, water stains on the walls, peeling linoleum on the floor, and booths. What was on the ceiling? And booths held together with duct tape. But if the place had one. Just like his forehead. (laughs) Glue holding the food together, just like my face. But if the place had one saving grace, it was that none of the other... Oh, it's, the diner's called the glue factory. <laughs> it was that none of the other customers cared how he looked when he made his way to the table. People who came to dives like this late at night were good at minding their own business. As far as he could tell, half the people here were trying to sober up after a night of hard drinking, while the other half, designated drivers, no doubt, were sobering up too, only marginally less intoxicated. It was kind of a what, a, what a, what a comment on society right yeah. there. It was kind of a place where it would have been easy to get in trouble. And after he'd turned into the gravel lot with Evan following in his Prius, he'd half expected <laughs> Evan to keep going. You can't park your Prius, Prius at this a, place. But Evan must have suspected the same thing about possible trouble. It's the only reason he'd ever set foot in an establishment like this, especially at this time of night. Evan didn't exactly blend in with the late evening crowd here with his pink shirt, argyle socks, leather loafers, and neatly parted sandy blonde hair. In fact, his Prius might as well have been a neon sign announcing his goal was to get beaten up by the good old boys there in pickup go. trucks who just spent most of the night getting wasted. So he's like a preppy guy? Yeah. Okay. Colin turned on the faucet and wet his hands before bringing them to his face. Are there still preppy guys? In the South, for sure. Okay. The water was cold, exactly what he wanted. His skin... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, you to know be what? fair to Nicholas Sparks, that's what I want from my water that's also. That's what I want from my water I when mean, I'm not putting all, on my face. Like, like drinking water. Yeah. His skin felt like it was on fire. The Marine he'd fought had hit a lot harder than he'd expected, and Ooh, that didn't count the illegal don't blows. Don't fight a Marine. Body blow. Body blow. <laughs> that was an 80s, ref- 80s yeah. reference to a video game. Arcade Glass game. Joe. <laughs> Glass Joe. Body blow, body blow. I would, I would be blow. Glass Joe. If I'm any character from Punch-Out, I'm Glass Joe. Um, I was Mr. T. Do you remember the Mr. T character? Yeah. yeah. But who would have known by looking at him? Tall and thin, jarhead haircut, goofy eyebrows. He shouldn't have underestimated the guy, and he told himself he wouldn't let it happen again. Either that or he'd end up scaring his classmates all year long, which might just ruin the whole college experience for them. Yeah, there's a super don't underestimate Glass Joe. There's a super scary guy in my class with bruises all over his face and those crazy tattoos, Mom. Ooh, he's got crazy tattoos. Like, mm-hmm. are they prison tats? He could imagine them saying on the phone, and I have to sit right next to him. <laughs> Remember that time you were really impressed with me because I knew, like, eight different words for prison? Like the, the, the hoskow? Mm-hmm, the pokey. The pokey. The big house, the joint. There was, you had some real randos, though, in yeah, there, Yeah, I too. don't remember anymore. Yeah. I, I think this, this was... <laughs> that, that was it. it. Now it's been so long since... I think it was more than yeah. six. I think yeah. it was like 13. You just kept rattling them off. I was like, why are you spending time on prison websites? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> you know. He shook the water from his hands. Leaving the restroom, he spotted Evan in the corner booth. He shook the water from his hands. So are we to assume that this dive... This di- yeah, 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 they, they, they don't, they don't, they don't they're have They're out of uh, paper towels. Yeah. That was nice, nice detail. Good yeah. work, Sparks. Unlike him, Evan would have fit right in at the college. He still had a baby face, and as he approached, Colin wondered how many times a week he even had to shave. 
That took you long enough, Evan said, as Colin slid into the booth. I was wondering if you got lost. Colin slouched against the vinyl cushion. Hmm. I don't know if I have the skill of being able to slide into a booth. I think I think this is something I should practice, like like making it look smooth. Yeah, sometimes I feel like the, the pleather grabs your skin yeah. and your back, and then it just like sort of a... As you get in. Yeah, especially if it's a hot and sweaty kind of day. Yeah. I'm going to try that next time. I'm going like to do like... sliding, yeah. I'll do like a risky business kind of... Yeah, because I'm always... I always like... In wanna... my underwear in a diner late at night, just slide right into a booth. Yeah, like I want to I want to like be <laughs> be a nice guy and offer to be like on, on the inside, but then you have to like kind of scoot and like get into the right spot. It's very awkward. Mm. You want to just like take a running start? Yeah, I just want to dive in head first. Maybe grab some pancakes. Maybe they'll help with the... Just grab some pancakes on the way to the booth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I know how a diner works. I'm going to do this. And then put them on the seat and then slide on the maple syrupy pancakes. Yes. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> Colin slouched against the vinyl cushion. Will you, will you drive us in your Prius? Yes, I will. <laughs> I hope you weren't too nervous all alone out here. Ha <laughs> ha. This is, this is right here. The most boring bunch of dialogue. This happened in the last... Okay. I know. The, I'm, it's all coming back to me now. I had suppressed this memory, but this is what happened the last time we took a chance on Nicholas Sparks. He's the most boring person in the world. Okay, but I just, I'm going to read this. he sold 177 books. billion books. America, you can do better. He has he has a Uncle Scrooge-style money pit that he goes swimming in every day. I know. This is ridiculous. So just listen to this dialogue. It's it's riveting. Okay. Colin slouched, slouched against the vinyl cushion. I hope you weren't too nervous all alone out here. Ha ha. I have a question for you. Go ahead. How many times a week do you shave? Evan what? blinked. <sighs> you were in the bathroom for 10 minutes, and that's what you were t- thinking about? I wondered about it while I was talking walking to the table. Uh, Evan stared at him. I shave every morning. Why? What do you mean, why? For the same reason you do. I don't shave every morning. Why are we talking about this? Yes, why, why? are we talking about Wait, this? I have a I have another question. We started off with this I, I mean I realized we skipped the scary prologue, but uh we started off with this guy having recently been in a fight. Yeah. Didn't we started off like during the fight. <laughs> right. But the beginning prologue wasn't about him at all, so it wasn't about the fight at all. Okay, but so. I but I I want to yeah. see this guy get punched. Yeah, yeah. And when I say this guy, I mean Nicholas Sparks. Right. <laughs> Why are we even talking about this? Um, we're going to take it to a break and decide <laughs> why, why, why we're we? even talking about this. We'll be right back. And we're back with Nicholas Sparks' See Me, which the only thing that was, was um, good about the title of this book is it reminded me of this song. See me. Good song. <laughs> it's so much better than the book. Can That's just... right. The, the 30 seconds of that song that we just listened to is uh, is more valuable to society than Nicholas Sparks' so whole true. It's so true. So I'm going to take a break away from the book because I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I'm just going to read. So there's no game today because okay. there's just nothing worth gaming about with this book. But I, I did want to read some reviews of this book. because oh, oh, Just because please. we hate Nicholas yes. Sparks. So it was, I took a lot of pleasure in reading the worst reviews. Okay. But first, I want to start with the best yes, review. Yes, all right, that's fair. Five out of five stars by Julie. I really like this one. If you read one Nicholas Sparks book, you've pretty much read them all. Well, that's true. That should be a one-star review. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, he, he put it on the cover of the book. There's more. Okay. It's not like you're reading the best author of all. <laughs> you're reading <laughs> Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> 
but I'll, but I'll be honest. I eat this stuff up, and I look forward to reading his books. This is my favorite five-star review ever. That is amazing. Amazing. It's I, a completely insulting five-star yeah. review in so many ways. I mean, he's not the best author or anything, but he is Nicholas Sparks. I can agree with that 100%. There's more. I love a good chick flicky book. <laughs> I hate this person. Wait, it, it, too she bad, too bad there isn't a word for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> chick flicky book. Okay. Oh no, Becky. Becky just uh, just <laughs> shut down. What, what did he say? He uh, undid the paint. Un overrode. Uh, Becky just overrode her brain. <laughs> oh God. Some people seem to hate this one, but it reminded me of The Guardian, one of his earlier books, and a little bit like Safe Haven. Most of all, I really like the characters, as because I'm a gym, MMA, wrestling, kickboxing, healthy lifestyle-obsessed woman, I really liked Colin. Can we clone Colin? Um, no one understands my obsession with fictional men. <laughs> Glad no, to, I think I understand it very well. Glad to say, okay, that was basically it. So that, okay, that was that my, is, my that is, favorite. Yeah, the probably the best review on Amazon. It starts with two insults. Yes. Okay, now let's get to the supposedly insulting ones. One out of one stars. David Brown. Too much time spent on trying to understand what other people mean by what they say. Yep. So... I do not understand what that is. I know. Right. So that, that was like a Zen con. It I was, is. I was trying yes. to. I'm like, too much time spent on trying to understand what other people mean by what they say. For some reason, I get lost at the very end of it. Right. And if you try and understand it, it, your brain be, goes into a loop. It totally Good work, put David. me in a loop. Okay. One star. We can assume the rest are all one stars. Okay. I couldn't believe Nicholas Sparks wrote this book. Oh, I believe it. It was just so many words to fill the pages. The only reason for the one star is there isn't any less than one star. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next one is all in caps. This person is pissed. Okay. I have this to say. This is the worst book I've read of Nicholas Sparks. I didn't, didn't, D-I-N, apostrophe T. I didn't even want to give a star, DLC. You don't actually have to give a star. You can just not review the book. True. What is DLC at the end? We don't know. I don't know. I thought I looked it up thinking it was some sort of um, internet's, you know, abbreviation. No, nothing that I can see. Well, I mean, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash look inside DLC, right? TLC. It's (laughs) also not what it is. Oh, (laughs) TBC. (laughs) DLC. Democratic leadership. No, 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 there's there's nothing. There's nothing. Okay, here's the next one. One out of one stars by Ellen Woodward. Excellent. Oh, good. <laughs> Thanks, Ellen. Someone doesn't understand the star system. <laughs> well, I mean, a star is a precious thing. Like, if someone literally gave you one star plucked from the sky... That's better than any riding lawnmower. True that. Okay. One out of five stars. Send magnifying sheet with book. <laughs> Wait, what? Send, this is what mm-hmm. The title is Send Magnifying Sheet with Book. Okay. I do believe there's an actual thing that you one can do to take responsibility for their poor, arse, poor eyesight. Like large print? No, like glasses. Glasses or your own magnifying sheet you put over the book? Or... Oh, but this person's upset that they didn't get a magnifying sheet with the book? Yeah. Okay. Because, here's the review. 
pring too small to enjoy reading. Disappointed. Mm. I hate when the pring is too small. Okay. Now, this person needs glasses because they spelled print pring. Let's yes. start there. However, uh-oh. I'm going to say, say like as as a as a person who has trouble reading small print, some books have too small print. Okay. <laughs> Are you Elizabeth Carlton? Sure. Is the, was the pring too small for you? The pring <laughs> the pringles were too small for me. Do we have to go back to reading I the book now? I couldn't get my hand into the can. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Do no, we? I, yes. I want to. I want to know more. I want to no. know more about Colin. No, you I don't. I want to know if his bruises blossom. I want to know. Blossom. Uh, I want to know if uh, what happens to the glue on his forehead. I'm so bored. I wanna, I'm, I'm, I'm interested that, in the mysterious uh, whatever the other guy's even name after was. That dialogue. Oh, loved it. Riveting. <laughs> Five stars. Okay, well, then I'm going to give you more dialogue because you're asking for it. Okay. I don't shave every morning. Why are we even talking about this? I don't even care who's saying what. That's, no, that's I don't either. Because I was curious and I asked and then you answered. <sighs> Colin said. So many words to fill the page. <laughs> so many words to fill the page. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not a good author. He's Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. Five-star review. <laughs> Ignoring Evan's expression, he nodded toward the menus. Did you change your mind and decide to order? Evan shook his head. Not a chance. <sighs> You're not going to eat anything? No. Acid reflux? Actually, it has more to do with my suspicions. The last time the kitchen was inspected, Reagan was president. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not that jokes. bad. Have you seen the cook? Colin glanced toward the grill behind the counter. The cook was right out of central casting, with a greasy apron straining to cover his ample gut, a long ponytail, and tattoos covering most of his lower arms. I like his tats. Gee, there's a surprise. It's the truth. I know. You always tell the truth. That's part of your problem. Why is it a problem? Because people don't always want the truth. Like when your girlfriend asks if a particular outfit makes her look fat. This is this is almost putting me into a trance-like state. <laughs> it's probably the, the monotone way I'm reading it. You should tell her she looks beautiful. Now, let me Who? ask you a serious what? question. If a, if, if a girlfriend asks if a particular outfit makes her look fat, you should tell her she looks beautiful. Have you ever had this experience in your life where a, your mom, a girlfriend, well, maybe not your mom because she listens to the show, a, a girlfriend has asked you a question like that? And how do you answer it? Because I do actually feel for the men's in this situation. I don't think I've ever, like, like, like a kind of like, you know, I have a bad self-image kind of question. Um, I don't think so. You've never, I've, no one's ever asked. I've, I've been asked, like, does this look good on me? And what do you say if it doesn't? If you don't think it does look good on you? On, um, them, on them. I think I would be honest. But, like, the, I, I think that the issue is, like, like, when the question is posed in such a way, like, you know, can you, can you, by answering this question, reaffirm that I should feel bad about myself? That's, that's the issue with it, right? Well, okay, but if I said to you right now, if I were overweight, does this make me look fat? And you thought actually it's not very, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't emphasize, you know, it overemphasizes something. I don't know. Like, what would you say to me? Like, what's the appropriate response? Um. Well, I'm just curious because this book does get to. I mean, there, there's only one redeeming thing about this book, which has got me to think about this because I have been asked this okay. by girlfriends and. I never really know. I feel like a guy that way. I don't know how to step aside. I never have asked a question like that. Does this make me look fat? Or does this, you know, I, I'll say, do you like this on me? Mm -hmm. And I expect an honest response, but I've never posed it in a way. Right. But I mean, I think, I think that's the, boy, this, this is the most serious episode. That's okay. Yeah. You um, don't ever have to apologize for that. It's interesting. I mean, I think the, the, 
the the issue for me is is not not so much that it puts the question answerer in a tough spot, although although I get that, but uh, that it uh, you know it makes me feel bad for the person asking the question. Ah, um, still, you are expected to say something. Yeah, I, I understand. So what are you um, gonna say? Because I really, literally, I've been asked this, and I I have not. All I've known what to say is. Oh, honey, I wish you wouldn't have asked it that way. Because do you yeah, not that's, feel that's exactly do you, what do I was going to say. Do you not feel say. good about yourself? Yeah, and I would kind of put it back on them a little bit. I think. Yeah, that's in, in a way to shame. I them. was going to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say the same thing. Like, but then if they said no, but seriously, I want to know: Does this look good on me? I might say, well, it's not my favorite thing on you. Yeah, but let's. Not, I would try to. But avoid... it's my favorite thing off you. <laughs> I think it looks better on the floor. <laughs> All right, mostly I want to have that serious conversation because it was time spent away from this uh-huh. Nicholas Sparks book. No, let's, yeah, please. Uh, whatever the next line is, let's use it to kick off another philosophical topic. <sighs> That's probably because you told the last girlfriend she looked fat without adding the beautiful part. That's not what happened. You get my point, though. Sometimes you need to stretch the truth to get along with people. Why? Because that's what normal people do. That's the way society works. You can't just tell people whatever pops into your mind. It makes them uncomfortable or, or it hurts their feelings. And just so you know, employers also hate this. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did he get asked by his boss? I don't know. <laughs> okay. You don't believe me? I believe you. But you don't care. No. Because you'd rather tell the truth. Yes. Why? It's what I've learned works for me. Evan stayed silent for a moment. Sometimes I wish I could be more like that. Just tell my boss what I really think of him without caring about the consequences. Does this outfit out, outfit? <laughs> uh, does this outfit make me look like a bad manager? <laughs> you can. You you just choose not to tell the truth. I need the paycheck. Well, that's an excuse. I just like wearing overalls to work. What can I say? <laughs> Maybe, Evan shrugged. But it's what I've learned works for me. Sometimes lying is necessary. For instance, if I told you that I saw a couple roaches under the table while you were in the bathroom, you might feel the same way about eating here that I do. You know you don't have to stay, right? I'll be okay. So you say. You need to worry about yourself, not me. And besides, it's getting late. Aren't you heading to Raleigh? R- Raleigh? Maybe. Raleigh? How do you say that? <clears throat> Raleigh? Raleigh? Raleigh. I, well, I was going to say uh, something that uh, is incorrect because M- Nicholas Sparks has sold a billion books, but maybe the whole point of Nicholas Sparks book, books is to be made into movies where the, the screenwriter can cut out all the boring parts. Why did, Why was that easier for a screenwriter right, to shorten to shorten the book? Right. Well, because it's obviously not easy for Nicholas Sparks to not write the boring parts oh, or like not include the boring parts. But right. like, I think probably Nicholas Sparks movies are reasonably entertaining. I mean, oh yeah, because it's just like huge sharpie lines across big swaths of boring dialogue. Right, exactly. You know, so just get to the action. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're good movies, probably, but you know, I think they like you know hit all the emotionally manipulative notes that they need to, which I'm sure the books do too. If you can slog through this steaming garbage pile, you know what I almost want to do is what's that um, um, podcast about? They watch a bad movie and talk about it. Uh, that's a lot of podcasts. Well, did, the famous one. How did this get made? How did this get made? I almost feel like we need to do a service to look inside this book book club and and watch Nicholas Sparks movie. Okay, and, and then talk we about it. We could do it. that. It might be funny. Uh, which one should we do? Not the notebook. The, not the notebook because no. it's too like everybody's mushy. talked about the notebook. Okay. No, they're all m- too mushy. They're all too mushy. Uh, how about a walk to remember? Okay. I don't know what it is. It's just the only t- other title <laughs> I could think of. Are we out of time yet, Matthew? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let's end this one early on, yeah. a, on a good note. This, was, this so, was a walk not to remember. So bored by this. Can we play more Sade? Sade <laughs> Sh- thing. 
Bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. What's our book for next time? Our book for next time is called Elements of Mischief by C.M. Stunich. That's S T U N I C H, which I think is what they call a sandwich in some parts of the U.S. Say that one more time. Elements, Elements of uh, Mischief. Oh, okay. By C.M. Stunich. Stunich. All right. That's a very unusual name. Uh, yeah, I think it involves a plumber. <laughs> I'm serious. Really? The book? I think so. Fascinating. All right. Where can the good people find us? Uh, the good people and bad can find us at lookinsidethisbookclub.com and on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which stands for look inside these boring Care. Conversations. Com- these boring college guys. <laughs> boring, boring. These, look inside these boring, boring conversations. conversations. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Hound, <laughs> hound check. Pound check. Are we going to Pound Town?